Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This podcast contains strong language and adult themes from the outset. Hi, everyone, and thanks for listening to Because You Watch, the podcast where comedians pitch the kind of TV show and movie ideas they'd never be able to get away with in real life. My name's Beck Hill, and as ever, I am joined by the George Costanza to my Jerry Seinfeld, the Jazzy Jeff to my Fresh Prince, the... Um, I'm going to think of another one. I will, Rory. I've <laughs> got that. It's on the tip of my tongue. The, the cat to my elf, it's producer Rory. Hello, that's me. Uh, I come armed with a video on demand category. I've done a bit of research on it, and I'm going to present it to... Uh, all these fine folks on this podcast uh, to come up with some ideas and then I'm going to scribble those down and hopefully help make them the best they could possibly be. And by all these fine folks, Rory is referring to two guests. So we have all two of them. The first one I'm very excited to introduce. It's a good friend of mine and a co-host of another podcast that I do. It's Matt Hyten. Hello, Beck Hill. Thanks for having me. <laughs> you do. I'm, you do sound like a robot. I like how pro- <laughs> you've gone all professional. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing a tie and everything. <laughs> full suit. I'm so warm. It's ridiculous. <laughs> You're wearing a full suit like a good robot would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I do. Got uh, tracks for wheels, uh, block body, uh, goggles for eyes, tie and a <laughs> slim fit suit. It's a, it's a, it's a monstrosity. <laughs> it's like early Crichton in, the, in Red Dwarf before they realise that he doesn't need to wear a butler's uniform. Exactly, exactly. That's, that's my vibe. But I look more like a fridge. It's great. I've just remembered what I was going to say to Rory. I was going to describe him as the little Jack Russell to my Fraser's dad. <laughs> oh, wow. That was worth the wait. It was worth the wait. Yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad it got there. <laughs> and that other laugh that you heard there is our other guest, good friend of the show, actor, writer and improviser, it's Georgia McGuire. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. How's your cupboard, Georgia? Oh, my cupboard is so, so dark. I've actually just seen a cobweb, actually. So that says it all, doesn't Ooh. it? There we go. It's a lovely cobweb in the corner. <laughs> So I've got some spider mates and that's about it. I'm very happy. Spider mates? I'd watch that show. (laughs) Yeah. Already. And we're off. I should explain, Matt, that we've got an in-joke on the show now where, uh, because as you know, I record in a cupboard. So um, I have to ask you, how's your cupboard? Oh, mine's great. It's very roomy. I have my entire lounge set in there. <laughs> Some stairs. Um, it's pretty, pretty good. Put a wardrobe that goes to Narnia at the back. Ah, it's lovely. Um, or, or I should explain now that I've told you an in joke about this show, Matt. I'll tell the others about an in joke that you and I have, which I don't even remember where it started. But you started taking photos of the two of us, where I always look really upset in the background, <laughs> and you look really happy. And you started posting them just calling us just two best friends. And I don't think we were best friends when you started doing that. And then everyone started saying to me, oh, how's Matt? 
because they were like, oh, you're best friends. And so now we are best friends because we've forced it out of an intro. That's such a good tip for, gain- um, for gaining friendships. I'm going to take yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you've got to find someone who's so worried about their public-facing profile <laughs> that they they won't back down <laughs> on what you say about them. Well, also, because yeah. you, you, you kept saying just two best friends, and my mum found it so funny that now whenever I call my mum, she's like, oh, how's Matt? What's Matt up to? <laughs> Oh, love love your mum. Big shout out to Sue, actually. <laughs> oh yeah. But but you you're like legit one of my best friends now, Matt. So it's it's. Oh, worked. one of that that was downgraded <laughs> fast, wasn't it? I had to say I had to say one of because I genuinely had two other very close friends tell me that they were very jealous of your and my friendship. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I did the right thing and just killed all my other best friends. So, you know, who's the better friend here? (laughs) Rory, introduce the category for us. Well, our our category this time is going to take us right back, all the way back to those nostalgic 90s because the category is Nostalgic 90s, which is a real category on Netflix. There are 42 titles within it at time of recording. There's a whole mess of stuff in here, including The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Clueless, and Adam Sandler's Big Daddy. Yes, I saved the big guns right for the end there. Uh, so any of you a fan of this category? Uh, any of you children of the 90s? Oh my God, this is my Heck dream yes. category. Yeah, I mean, Clueless probably is the film that I've watched the most out of any film ever. It brought me, you know, when you see something when you're a kid and you're like, how is this real? My world has expanded by like 360 <laughs> degrees. I cannot believe that this is a character. <laughs> um, yeah, it just brought me so much joy. I try and rewatch it as much as is humanly possible. Um, even my husband can now quote along to Clueless, which I, I take as a real personal achievement. That's a success. Thank you. The yeah. 90s to me is so neon coloured and bright and happy and jumpy and animated. And the that's like the opposite of what Britain is. <laughs> so, exactly, yeah. I, I forget that there were British shows in the 90s because to me, you could show me a British 90s show and it could be from literally any decade. I like how the idea that Britain just looked at what was going on in the 90s and were like, I will sit this one out. <laughs> yeah, we just, we just went, went to a field and had a rave for about five years. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what's been going on? <laughs> yeah, that's true because... Um, Train spotting would have come out in the nineties, wouldn't it? Is that on the list? Yeah. yeah. Train spotting isn't in the category, um, but Anaconda, starring J Lo, is. Anaconda <laughs> is one of my favourite f- films of all time. Oh genuinely, God, really? Yeah, it's my favourite B movie, and oh, I, I watch it about twice a year, and that isn't even exaggerated. Tell I, me absolutely. one of your favourite scenes from that bad boy. Uh, my favourite bit is when John Voight is strapped up because uh, they've figured out he's a bad guy. And he has an absolutely, he just delivers this line incredibly. He goes, um, I wasn't the one that ate the Captain Matteo. Don't make me out to be a monster. And he just, he gives it everything. You can tell he just doesn't care in that film. He's like, it, I'm I trying thought you were going to say when he gets vomited up by a snake and then winks. Oh, I mean, that is, <laughs> who gets that? There's a, there's a brilliant thing about Wait, did you, uh, wait, did you say winks? Yeah, he wins. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's less bad that's than That's classic Michael's. 90s, isn't it? That is it's amazing. 90s. Also, Frank Welker's uh, credited in the cast, who is an amazing voice artist, because it's the only film I've ever seen where a snake screams. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> what, like a lady? It's just like a... Rah! 
<laughs> Great. <laughs> well, as, as, as that obviously shows, we've, uh, we've got Clueless on one hand and Anaconda on the other hand. Uh, the 90s was a, a wild and varied time. Um, and and uh, so this category encapsulates a whole lot of stuff. Uh, also, interestingly, as it, you know, it relates to this, we're coming up with a new nostalgic 90s thing. You might think, hang on a minute. How do we create something new that was from the 90s that doesn't make much sense uh, mm. but in actual fact that's not necessarily true because um, quite a lot of entries into this category on Netflix like Derry Girls Everything Sucks and The Miseducation of Cameron Post uh, were all set in the 90s but made more recently so uh, we've got a green light to do whatever the heck we want yes. Let's get on to our pitches. Matt, what have you got for us to introduce to the nostalgic 90s category? I think you're going to you're going to love this from the title alone. I think you'll know mm-hmm. what this film is. Uh, okay. it's called Prom Hack. <laughs> Prom Hack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got the vibe already. Do you want to do you want to hear the blurb? Of course. Strap in. Okay. Uh, <laughs> When a meteor destroys the school the night before prom, it's up to a group of nerds to hack into their classmates' home computers to let them know that prom will happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but what do computer nerds know about putting together prom? Can they avoid Chris Christopher, a jock whose dad manages all the bands in town, get enough liquor to spice up and make prom cool, and get prom dates? And let's not Ooh. even get into TJ, the alien who crash-landed with the meteor... And it's all about getting rad. So that's pretty much it. That's pretty fantastic. (laughs) You've just thrown it all at the fan and it's there. TJ must have a celebrity voice, right? Oh, yeah. I um, I keep bouncing around with who TJ would be. So... Would TJ be... I I think TJ should be a puppet, like one of those alien puppets. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like... um, like Mac and me style alien. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but I, I either think it's, so I, I narrowed it down to either Jim Carrey or Robin Williams was who was Ooh. really owning this for me. Cause like everyone thinks TJ is human. Like they've done that, that sort of, he's my cousin from out of town, uh, but he's clearly an alien in a backwards cap and a flannel shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to make, it's California, man. He's going to make the nerds cool. Yeah. Um, even though the nerds have no cred and, like when when TJ gets scared, he goes "a wuzzle," and everyone starts saying it like that's their thing. Like, "Hey, a wuzzle, TJ!" It's great. Nice. I get the feeling that all of the town's girls are like really attracted to their cousin from out of town. They're attracted to TJ, and then TJ's oh yeah, like try and offload all of the women onto his nerd friends. Yeah, there's a there's a scene a scene where he accidentally goes on a date. And one of the the girls is trying to kiss him, but he's just trying to eat human food. And, oh, hilarious consequences. (laughs) (laughs) And I assume his mouth would be like uh, in his bum or something. And it's all all like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Slow down, TJ. (laughs) He he actually uh, poops through his face. And so when she tries to kiss him, he's like, why did you? you... Face back. You didn't even say a hole just out of his face. There's a a scene... uh, prom where he's everyone's around and going chug 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 and it is, it's absolutely disgusting <laughs> oh. maybe he sleeps with one one of the one of the school kids mums as well you know there's always that this was scene. this is my thought i i basically wanted the classic everyone fancies one of the mums mm. and i thought it'd be great to put something like 
Jennifer Aniston is the mum, but then her daughter, who who's the sister to one of the nerds, is played by Courtney Cox. So like it just it's just really annoying that everyone knows them from friends by this point. It seems <laughs> it's a mum daughter thing. Yeah. That's, that's and so, wait, it. is Courtney Cox just an old sister or is she They've just given her a side ponytail to look young. <laughs> <laughs> so we've already cast them did you think of casting for the others yes yeah, so there's there's three nerds uh jim johnson who would be the the main nerd who's not quite a nerd but he's a nerd mm. and nerd is said a lot in this film <laughs> yeah. um i thought elijah wood would be jim johnson mm, great oh, nice who, who are the other nerds so there's two friends i think keenan thompson would be one of the best friends. Amazing. Jim Johnson and Keenan Thompson. <laughs> yep, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He keeps his real name just for that. <laughs> and then I just wanted to get uh, Ben Savage in from uh, Boy Meets World. Oh, He's yes. called Randy Pants Down Fitzpatrick <laughs> uh, because one time when he uh, nearly kissed a girl, the jock Chris Christopher pulled his pants down. So now everyone oh, calls no. him Pants Down. But that's that's going to really play off at the at prom when it, yeah. It flies back on him. So yeah. <laughs> yes, Ben Savage is from Boy Meets World, Girl Meets World, Girl Meets Boy. They really strung this out, <laughs> didn't they? Uh, yeah. And Criminal Minds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is also in the Meets World series. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a spin-off. <laughs> I did I did have a side plot with the cheerleaders. The nerds obviously need prom dates, and in the end they'll be with the cheerleaders. Um uh but there's a big subplot to, that's going on where the cheerleaders have accidentally woken up an ancient witch. Uh, so they're dealing with that for a lot of the film. And I'm not sure how to reconcile the plots, but I know at the end, uh, the witch leaves for the big city on a bus. And as the, just before the doors close, she looks to the, the cheerleaders and goes, in many ways, you're like the coven I wish I had. And then she goes off to New York. <laughs> Going to New York is so nineties. Yeah, exactly. It's very, it's very clever. How does, <laughs> the, how does the nerds one finish then? Is that I, I'm guessing that they all get crowned prom king on the internet or whatever. Well, however they've hacked it. Things heat up with Chris Christopher. He's been a, a real nuisance throughout the film, really thwarting them at every step. So what happens is uh, they fall out, obviously, because it doesn't look like prom's going to happen. And Chris Christopher comes causing trouble. And what they do, because they're hacker nerds, <laughs> they manage to trick him um, and put him in a VR helmet that he doesn't realize he's in. And uh... He thinks he's he's making out with Jennifer Aniston. Uh, but what's really happening is he's making out with um, Keenan Thompson's dog. And they're, <laughs> they're live streaming this on internet cameras, which are new in the 90s. Yeah. And everyone comes together and says, you know what? We're the last, this is the last time we're all going to be together before we go off to university, guys. We're going to make prom happen. So the nerds meet up where prom should have happened but failed, and the whole schools come together to make it happen. And even though Chris Christopher tried to make his dad, who, if you remember, uh, is in charge of all bands in the town, mm -hmm. he says, there'll be no music here, but no doubt turn up and play anyway. So oh, nice. wow. What he needs to say, like, I've no doubt there'll be a band playing. Oh yeah, <laughs> they they really they 
<laughs> they keep seeding it too much throughout the film. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I think they keep seeding, no doubt, but then Hole ends up playing. Yeah, yeah, and and the 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 dad of the baddie turns to the camera and said, "I told you there'd be no doubt." That, <laughs> Matt, you've got a good imagination. Yeah, I want to know how you're going to get the interest of the big movie execs here. Uh, first of all. I'm going to um, make it look like a meteor's crashed into every American high school uh, with a little. Every. Yeah, so it's it's actually it's actually a mechanical egg. The paper mache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a mechanical paper mache egg, and it, <laughs> if I've timed it right, when everyone shows up to school and's like, "What's happened? There's a meteor!" A little puppet of TJ uh, uh, opens up, and TJ's there, and he goes, "A rizzle." And then he invites everyone to, to the premiere. <laughs> I think we don't even get commissioners to come to us. I think we get the audience who are, in, who are net savvy web hackers. And then they yeah. just hack into banks and take all the money for us so that we can make the film. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We don't have a production office. We just have a series of Java cafes around the country. <laughs> it's a movie for hackers, funded by hackers, funded by everyone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening all the way to the middle. Well done, you. We'll be back with more in a second, but I just need to let you know that you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching for at YouWatchedPod. Also, it'd be bloody amazing if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It takes two seconds, and it would make Rory's week. You want to make Rory's week, don't you? Come on, do it. He's got nothing else going for him. Georgia, what have you got for us? Oh, what a hard act to follow. But so I have got a film called Be Here Now. Um, and it's about four friends. So it's the beginning bit set now. Um, Tara, Tamara, Tia and Timona. And they're all in their 30s and they're, you know, quite bored with their lives. Um, so we're thinking like, you know, grey and blue colour palette, kind of Ozark crossed with The Office. You know, um, they're just having a really mundane, they've got really mundane jobs. Um, but they used to, in the 90s, they were in a band together um, called Popsicles. And it was a typical 90s band um, and, you know, all in bright technicolor. And it was named and controlled by their old pervert manager called Jeremy London. Um, and um, they never really made it, which they're really bitter about still, because of this old pervert manager giving them really shit advice, making them be over-sexualized, um, and they, you know, just went along with what he was saying, and they really regret not taking control, you know, not taking control of their own image mm. and careers. Um, but it's the 25th anniversary of their one and only top 10 single, so they all meet up. Um as they do every What's year. What's the single called? The single, well, what do you think the single is called? Probably like Licking My Lollipop or something. You know, something awful. <laughs> <laughs> something absolutely that is awful. Yeah. Which, um, and um, Tia, who has never quite let go of her youth, persuades them all to um, be nostalgic and take mushrooms for old time's sake together. So <laughs> they do that and they talk about, you know, what could have been and if only they'd fired Jeremy but this mushroom trip turns into an insane, like, psychedelic 
time travel experience. And they open their memorabilia box and they end up time traveling back to 1997 when they were having their, you know, their top 10 single and also the Spice Girls rose to power. So with their older Ah. heads on their shoulders, they fire their shitty manager. Okay, so they're themselves. They're They're not like going back and they're like them, just them old. No. Trying no. to hang out with the young ones. Well, that's, see, that's... They've, the... they've hot tub time machined it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. I hate that that's a verb. <laughs> <laughs> to hot tub time machine. It's in the OED now. Yeah. Um, but they, yeah. And they fire um, Jeremy London. They're like, fuck you, Jeremy. We're going to take control of our lives. And the Spice Girls are in, the, in this film, but they're deep faked. So... Um, because I think that you know, so there it's like them, but it's the deep fake version. Um, and the band yeah. like changed. Can, can one of them play themselves? <laughs> yeah, surely it'll be Jerry. It'll definitely be Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> but anyone's any of them are welcome. But we'll probably have to deep fake posh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, but this world is ripe for the picking for them, and they uh, and they have this amazing adventure, bringing in all these modern views to the '90s backdrop. Um, and they overtake the Spice Girls have a brilliant time. So think like Spice World crossed with Clueless as a kind of genre. Oh, great. Um, nice. So li- lick- licking my lollipop <laughs> is, that, that's the first. But then what, are we going to have like a sort of... Um, yeah, a new version. So Is it going to be like that Beatles film where... They, they're going to get all the Spice Girls songs before Spice Girls came out with them. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, exactly. That's how they overtake them. They yeah. end up singing Spice Up Your Life and the Spice Girls are like, we should have. That doesn't yeah. even make yeah. sense. They're even, the rap even mentions Mel C. <laughs> totally totally start so it starts a war because they think they think they're they're mocking them it was the biggest (laughs) rivalry in pop history yeah what was their band name again sorry Um, i've already forgotten before it was popsicles but i thought maybe they could change their band name to like vulvalicious or something else that they like, you know, that they bring oh on, and they think they're really cool. Yeah, and like take edgy. that, oversexed agent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, but of course, you know, when you fuck with time travel, problems arise. And are the nineties ready for these noughties, um, you know, vibes that they're bringing in? And Jeremy London tries to sue them because he says that he deserves all of the um, money from their success. But anyway, they conquer him and headline Glastonbury and then the mushroom trip ends and they end up on their sofas and they're like, wow, that's absolutely amazing. And Timona then, they're like, was that a dream? Was that real? Um, and Timona's um, little daughter walks in because uh, she's got, um, don't worry, she has been looked after by someone else. Uh, Timona was not the <laughs> <laughs> primary carer at that point. Um, and she comes in at the end um, wearing one of, it's like a dress up day at school and she's wearing one of Popsicle's old quest, old costumes. And she's like, mum, this is awful. Look what I'm wearing. I feel, please can I dress up as an astronaut? Um, I feel horrible. And so they all give her the best astronaut's costume she can. And she goes off to school happy and they have a lovely day the end ah <laughs> so it was it was just a trip who knows it, it really I... felt like you were teasing out some some yeah, reveal yeah. There oh no i'm so sorry where they're pretty sure it was a group hallucination <laughs> yeah. but then like one of them goes oh what am i sitting on and she pulls out an emmy 
and it's <laughs> yeah. yeah, or a smash hit award. No, like smash hit. Yeah. yeah. What happens yeah, if exactly. the the time travel did work and they they find all this out, but then they find out that before they time traveled, the Spice Girls time traveled and stole their original career. <gasps> Love it. <gasps> oh yeah. my goodness. Oh. Yeah. It's a it's a time traveling girl band war. <laughs> yeah. That's a great twist. And that's why they called themselves the Spice Girls because Popsicle kept writing songs about spice and girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe they keep finding maybe it's like a weird groundhog day thing. And so Popsicle keep finding the Spice Girls locked in their basement. And then the Spice Girls find Popsicle locked in their basement. And there's this weird, yeah. <laughs> creepy... And then the, at the end, there's a, there's a room like the Prestige where there's just tanks and tanks full of them. Full <laughs> <laughs> of Spice Girls. Yeah. I think the way that we need to get the commissioner's attention with this is it, we've got to record and release Lick Your Lollipop. Or lick, lick my lollipop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we need to come up with a choreographed dance. Perfect. And uh, like, you know, basically introduce it the same way Macarena caught <laughs> that craze. So everyone's doing the dance. And then, you know, we're like, oh, if you want to know where the dance came from, you'll have to watch this film. Oh, yeah. How would the dance go? How would, how would it be? Well, it would be really, I think there would, at the beginning, it would be like really horrendous and 90s and sexual. And then halfway through, there's like yeah. a moment and then it turns into this like wild break dancing is it is it break dancing or do you want to go down the 90s trend of line dancing oh yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah oh yeah because yeah, like, Niger. yeah there was like boot scooting and then macarena was with your arms yeah so i guess the only things left are like is it just like a mr bean like is it just with your bum like is it like a mr bean sort of thrusting move <laughs> yeah. or the lollipop that's right. Oh, no. lollipop. <laughs> and every time you say it, you thrust. Oh, my <laughs> word. Rory, give us a rundown of those two pictures. Yes, I've been transported back to the 90s throughout all these ideas. They're really fascinating. And we're going to start off with Matt's idea, which is prom hack which is about when a meteor destroys the school prom a group of three school nerds which is jim johnson played by elijah wood keenan thompson played by keenan thompson and randy pants down fitzpatrick played by ben savage <laughs> these three hackers need to hack into the computers of all their classmates to let them know that prom is still on but how can these nerds possibly run a successful prom win over terrifying jock chris christopher get prom dates of their own all while radical dude TJ mm -hmm. the alien who rode down on the meteor is getting up to all sorts of raunchy and rowdy hijinks. Chris Christopher is a real thorn in their side throughout this movie, but they do manage to suitably disarm him by putting him in a VR helmet to make him think he's making out with Jennifer Aniston when in fact he's actually snogging a dog. <laughs> The prom will eventually be a huge success. And of course, this being a very pro-hacker movie, we're going to raise all the funds we need by utilising hackers themselves to just steal all the money. And uh, that way, we don't even need to convince anyone it's a good idea. We are good to go. Next up is George's idea, Be Here Now, which features, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, I believe it is Tara, Tamara, Tia and Timona. 
Perfect. Perfect. Back in the 90s, they were in a 90s band, surprisingly, called Popsicles, but faded into obscurity after one hit single called Licking My Lollipop. Needless to say, their artistic direction was dictated by their pervert manager, Jeremy London, who also gave them quite rubbish advice on top of the whole pervert thing. Um, Now, in the modern day, uh, they decided to get a little bit nostalgic, do some mushrooms, and in a particularly intense trip, they are thrown back to 1997, where they can pick up where they left off. Using their pre-existing knowledge, they fire their manager and they take the world by storm by rebranding as Vulvalicious. <laughs> using, using their knowledge of the musical stylings of current year and stealing a couple of the Spice Girls songs for good measure, um, they end up headlining Glastonbury. It's a great, happy ending, but look, giving commissioners options is always a good thing. And so we're going to turn over the page on the presentation and bam! Do they think this was the first time such a time-travelling girl band war has existed? Absolutely not. The Spice Girls, they're also at it. They've got this mushroom technology and they've been plagiarising... Scroll up. Popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> As we progress deeper and deeper into this uh, time-travelling war of plagiarism, <laughs> the movie ends on a haunting note as we see a room full of tanks and tanks of Spice Girls, <laughs> the result of creating too many conflicting timelines of girl power. That is Be Here Now, the second of our ideas, both fantastic ideas in the nostalgic 90s genre and both added to our slate. Perfect. You, the only part you missed out is obviously our dance craze that will sweep the nation and get the get the film picked up of course doing the lollipop yeah, yeah. also if you want if you want a tagline um i did come up with uh it, it's set in 1999 so they're the last class of the 90s and the tagline is y2 no way just if you yeah. need <laughs> pretty good georgia do you have a tagline for yours uh just suck on my lollipop <laughs> is that yes. a tagline yeah. or is that a statement <laughs> does it have just in it as well just suck on my lollipop thank you so much for joining us today that was so much fun you guys and I think we're definitely going to make it big with those two films I'm, I'm feeling nostalgic I don't know about you Me are you too. feeling nostalgic <laughs> super super nostalgic Very. super nostalgic Matt, where can people find you? What do you want to plug? Uh, I'm always on Twitter, uh, too much if anything. And also, <laughs> I co-host a podcast with a real 90s radical, bodelicious babe, Beck Hill. <laughs> you can check that out. It's called Concessions. I just realised if we don't say the title, no one will know. Oh, I don't want it to get too big, if I'm honest. Georgia, what have you got to plug? Well, I'm also creeping around Twitter, um, loitering around more than is healthy. Um, and also I've got a, um, a series coming out, uh, an online series about a motorbike journey I did across Morocco um, last year. Ooh. So that's coming out next week. That's so cool. Yeah. What's the name of the uh, documentary? Is it a documentary then? Uh, yeah, it's a Monkey Bike Mafia. Love it. Ooh. Fantastic. And as always... You can find Rory and I on at YouWatchPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Send us a holler. Tell us what your favourite nostalgic 90s films are and why. We'd love to hear from you. Um, Also, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. If you're not going to give us five stars, then uh, go away. episode of Because You Watch featured Matt Hyten, Georgia Maguire, Rory Binks and me, Beck Hill. It was produced by Joe Grace and Martin Trickey.